everybody to this, the podcast which is all about just riding your bicycle about. Yes, it's the Just Riding About podcast. We're going to be talking about, I mean, wow, what are we going to be talking about? We're going to be talking about new mountain bikes. One of us may possibly could be in the market for a new mountain bike. We're going to be looking at a little bit of a quiz and putting things together. We're talking about getting back on our bikes, or at least one of us getting back on our bikes, and the other one doing quite a bit of bike riding. Anyway, I'm not going to say who's doing what just yet. That's for later on, but I, I can't do this on my own. Uh, my name's Bob, incidentally, and I'm joined by my pal, Enzo. Enzo, how are you doing over there? Hello, Bob. Yeah, I'm okay, mate. I'm, I'm a bit tired, and we'll get into that, uh, and we'll get into why a, a little bit. <laughs> In a, in a moment, but um, no, I'm all good, mate. It's been a, it's been a wonderful weekend weather wise, which is always good for for bicycle riding. And um, yeah, mate, it, it's been it's been eventful. We uh, just to tell the listeners that we tried this already a few days ago, and we had some technological issues, um, so we had to it abandon. <laughs> and we've gone for we've gone for a second take, I think, as they say in the uh, in the profession. I think that's what they call it, isn't it? A second take. Second take, yeah. Second run of it. So far, it all looks good. Yeah. After our, <laughs> yeah, our definite abandon um, the the first time out. I mean, um, after that, I mean, I've been, um, I've been back on the after uh, after recording the first episode of 2021, um, and I had to own up to say I hadn't actually been on a bicycle at that point in the year. Um, well, I can conclusive, conclusively reveal that I now have. Um, and uh, I've been doing my kind of uh, regular kind of commuting, getting back on the bike, kind of remembering kind of what it is uh, to to ride a bike. So, uh, and after my my first ride home, I uh, and I, I kind of got home, and uh, so that day, you know, I've done about thirty miles. It's about fifteen miles in, about fifteen miles home. My my legs were kind of aching, and I was sort of you know kind of really sort of forgot what it was to sort of ride a bike, and I was like thinking, crikey, I'm in trouble. And I kind of got out of the shower and nearly fell down the stairs, and I was in all sorts of trouble. <laughs> And the, so then the following day, I had a day off. So I had uh, plenty of things to do. Um, but I decided that I was going to start off the day with, brace yourself for this, a run. Oh, no. Yes. I'm not keen on that. I, know. <laughs> well, I don't fairness. do running, mate. Not anymore. <laughs> At all fairness, nor am I. And, um, uh, but uh, my, my, my wife is a, uh, um, is a bit of a runner. And she's like, uh, okay, you know, well, uh, you know, and, and she was talking about kind of running and the running that she's been doing over the last little while. And I thought, yeah, do you know what? I, I should probably have a go at this. So I've, I've started, I've started on the couch to 5k because I thought, oh, wow. I, I mean, you know, after watching all of the, um, the, uh, the cyclocross all the way over the winter and uh, hearing about uh, Tom Pidcock and his uh, maybe or maybe not like british uh record uh pace for 5k i thought i could probably do i mean it's a good skill to have right a little bit of cross training so the the first little section there was not i uh, was sort of like uh i you know you sort of run for a bit and then you walk for a bit then you run for a bit and walk for a bit yeah and it was possibly the best thing that i could have done i don't like to i don't like to say this but i'm kind of i'm kind of like uh, and the kind of waiting to kind of go out again. I'm going to go out on Wednesday. I'm kind of looking forward to this. I'm not too wow. sure. So, so is this a change in uh, in hobby, mate? Are you are you gonna are you gonna retire the bikes and get your 
Get yourself oh. a new pair of sneakers, as they call them in, the, well, I'm in not, America. I, I think I'm a long way off uh, starting my new podcast called Just Running About. But uh, no, I'm a little way away from that yet. But um, and uh, you know, as well as as well as that, at the weekend didn't get a chance to do anything because I was moving sheds. You know, as you have to do, you got to move your sheds. Important job. You can't leave a shed in one place. You mm-hmm. have to move it. Um, so um, yeah, just kind of uh, getting back to riding. I mean, at least the, the, you know, the regime is back for you. So whether it's cycling or a little bit of running, um, I guess it's all been a, it's all miles in the legs, as we like to say. You, you get a bit of, bit of strength back in there. But um, I mean, in terms of myself, mate, I've had a bonkers couple of weeks in terms of I've never ridden so much. I almost need a calculator. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bragging, but for, well, for me... You've not been judoing. I know that. Because no, I haven't. Yes, that, with that the I'm not allowed. No, yeah. that is properly out the window. You can't really do that uh, sort of on your own, can you? That's the thing. It's difficult. They did try. I'll, I'll be honest with you. The club tried. Didn't really work too well. So, um, so they've knocked that on the head for a while. But uh, no, so, uh, yep, yeah, mate. I mean, obviously on the bike. And a couple of weeks ago, we did a 60-mile a, a ride to... Saffron Walden of all places I'm sure most people have heard of Saffron Walden but it's a fantastic place to ride and if people got the chance to go there I certainly would very very bike friendly town uh, and it was a nice ride in but this weekend I um, set a bit of a new benchmark for myself so went out on Saturday with a with a with a pal because you can you know still go out in twos and I did a, a 55 mile ride kind of you know in and around Hertfordshire the area which was good um, but then Sunday, normally if I ride Saturday, I don't always ride Sunday. But Sunday, I thought, right, let's see what the what the old legs can do. And I and I banged out another sixty odd miles from uh, uh, you know went into London, went to Uxbridge to see uh, to see my oldest who's at university there, and rode back. So, so between Saturday and Sunday, I did one hundred and what one hundred and ten, one hundred and fifteen miles, which for me is you know a new world record, as they uh, as they say. <laughs> Uh, and you know what? I felt okay. I, I'm, I've surpassed myself, but I'll put it down to one thing, mate. Absolutely mm. one thing, and that is the regular midweek turbo trainer. The, okay. the thing that a lot of people hate and despise, but you know, that's, that's what it is. But it's, mate, honestly, it's made me stronger than I've ever been before, fitter than I've ever been before, and, um, you know, just so much keener to, to sort of not be worried that you're going to sort of hit a wall. Um, that you you know you're doing sort of thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, but you still feel okay. Mm. Uh, and and honestly, mate, I put it down to those regular, proper, structured kind of whether they're GCN training sessions or the the kind of sessions you can do from you know on apps on your phone, and they're all free, don't cost anything. Um, but as long as you've got like a, a speed and cadence sensor on your trainer and maybe a heart rate monitor. And these are things that cost like 10, 12, 15 quid. So they're not overly expensive. But, you know, if, if cycling is your hobby and you want to sort of take it to that next level and you don't do what, what you're able to do at, at some point, which is kind of commute to work. So you've got those sort of 30 miles a day potential if you want to do it to try and keep the keep the fitness levels up i don't have that especially at the moment working from home so if i don't do turbo trainer then i don't do anything and that's that's not good so that kind of regular riding indoors over the last sort of few months has been vital but the other thing so there's two things so there's the regular turbo training but the thing that really made a difference is proper fueling Mm, on the ride 
and also the night before. I think the night before is almost as critical as making sure you've got enough stuff with you when you're riding. So I was making sure, so on the Friday night before we went out on a Saturday, I'd made sure I'd eaten, you know, pretty carb-heavy uh, sort of meals, lunch and dinner, so pasta and rice and all that kind of stuff, just making sure plenty of that involved. And then again, when I finished Saturday, the ride, and then eating through Saturday ready to prepare for Sunday, again, lots of carbohydrates, pasta, pizza, bread, potatoes, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, mate, fantastic. I, you know, I made sure I had the right sort of snacks as well while I was riding, so oat bars and you know, bananas, uh, drinking plenty of fluids, and also what I'm going to talk about a little later, mm-hmm. some homemade uh, oat bars, which nice. uh, I, I, I stole from a website, but totally <laughs> legit. And I'll, I'll explain a little bit about those later, but they were fantastic. So, yeah, mate, it's, it's been a, a great weekend in terms of sort of knowing where I am fitness-wise. And it's kind of set me up for the year in terms of, you know, doing sportives and these kind of little events and, and things that are a little bit more than just a sort of local 30, 40 mile ride. So, yeah, I'm quite, I'm quite pleased with myself. Mate. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm hoping that, uh, my kind of, uh, my sort of, uh, daily commute in the sort of, in the same way as you kind of doing your, uh, uh kind of turbo sessions there is going to help me sort of kind of doing sort of shorter mileages but sort of more often is certainly going to help us i mean we are certainly going to help me kind of keep up with you and the rest of our guys when we eventually do get out to do the south downs way or that could be the uh, whatever that ride kind of turns into because uh again for the second year running we've had to cancel uh again so now it looks like south downs way 2022 um (laughs) so uh we'll we'll see what happens on that right then ends now um i have a bit of a a bit of a quiz for you it's going to be a little bit of a different style of quiz see people i think people were starting to get concerned that the quiz was going to be gone for 2021 no it isn't it's back mate surprisingly i've I've had requests where's the quiz people want the quiz Exactly. I mean, it's, it's crazy. They want the quiz. Well, this is a little bit of a, this is this is a little bit different, a little bit kind of uh, a, a little bit different than the than the standard quiz. But we're going to get to that. Um, but and it and it came from kind of what I've been doing um, over the last couple of weeks. And what I've been doing over the last couple of weeks is watching cyclocross. I've been watching the first weekend of the classics, and I've been moving sheds. And this quiz is almost kind of like a, a um, kind of sits and sort of straddles that whole world of what I've been doing. I've been I feel I'm going to struggle then. Exactly. Well, <laughs> I mean, I've, uh, I've, 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 I've loved watching the cyclocross this season. And, and then, of course, kind of coming out of the cyclocross, it's then kind of going into the uh, first of the classics. And, uh, but from that, has uh, launched and <laughs> has launched a bit of a quiz. So, Enzo, are you ready to play the quiz? Say yes, Bob. Yes, Bob. Marvelous, fantastic. That's what I like to hear. Uh, the terror in his voice is there every time. Now, right then. So, um, so this quiz uh, centres, uh, as I say, around what I've been looking at. Now, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you six things six items or six purchases that you could make now uh yes you may well need a buyer over this 
Um, now, uh, what I want you to do is just give me the three most expensive things out of that six. You don't need to put them in order. You can just give me the three most expensive things. There's three most expensive purchases. It's, okay. it's a, bit, a little bit like the price is right. It's a little bit like the price is right, possibly, <laughs> if you would like to reference uh, 80s television, then yes, that it could well be. It could well be. So, um, right. Okay. So I was looking, anyway, we're, we're talking about uh, mountain bikes and we're talking about the possibility of new mountain bikes. So I was looking at a few mountain bikes and I found a nice one. So this is item number one for tonight's quiz, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the Specialized S-Works t- uh, 2021 uh, ed- edition of the Epic. So a Specialized S-Works Epic right. okay. 2021 uh, hardtail mountain bike. Um, let's just say it's, you know, if, if uh, you were ready for the old men's elite this could just do it pretty much straight out of the box. Let's just say that. I'll give you a clue on that one if you've never heard of it. Yeah. I didn't. Well, no, I know, I know about S-Works, well, so I'm assuming well, that's going to be up there. Okay, so there's, right. so there's that one there. There's also, let's also say, uh, item number two, the Trek Madone SLR9 disc ETAP. Now, this is Crikey. the uh, exact bike that Mads Pedersen was uh found himself in front of the group when the line ran out if you know what i mean (laughs) when he won uh, colonel's brussels kerner at the weekend um okay so item number three is the uh bianchi ultra bianchi four sorry sorry (laughs) bianchi bianchi ultra xr4 uh disc uh with di2 Crikey, the I2. That is item number three. So we're also going a little bit kind of, uh, I'm lobbing in some craziness on this. So, um, uh, the, uh, but I was looking down um, and I was thinking, well, I'm, you know, a little bit, little bit hungry. I thought I could do with a Mars bar, you know, because you think you could do with a Mars bar, can't you, at various uh, times. Um, so, um, and, you know, but when you have one Mars bar, you sort of think, oh, that's a shame. I've had my Mars bar now. I haven't got my Mars bar anymore. So you might want a couple of extra Mars bars for it. So how about 17,000 Mars bars? So purchase number four, 17,000 Mars bars. There we are. Purchase number four. I'm not keen on Mars bars, but anyway. Well, you won't be after that lot. But... <laughs> <laughs> Purchase number five. Uh, again, looking at uh, mountain bikes, doing a little bit of research for you there over the weekend. Um, and I thought, again, you know, another specialized, uh, but going a little bit more classic, the Rock Hopper. Specialized Rock Hopper Elite. Oh, I've so, heard of the Rock Hopper. Uh, and again, I mean, if you just bought a Rock Hopper Elite, so you might think the problem is with that is that you might get it muddy. Uh, so you might want another one just as a spare. Or you might kind of, you know, you might break a chain. So you might want another one as well. So let's say... 10 specialized rock hopper elites so that's purchase number five is 10 specialized rock hopper elites do you think we've still got wow. business left or do you think they've all turned off by now i um, don't know I, I reckon number six might clinch it okay one way well, or the other <laughs> number six is the um <laughs> is the uckworth summer house it's a national trust by uh um uh, summer house by garden by, sorry, by Crane Garden Buildings. 
uh, it's nice. So it's, is, is, this a, is this a posh shed? It's a very, it's a posh shed is what it is. Uh, they, they call it a summer house. It, it's a shed. Uh, it's it's 1.8 meters by 2.4 meters. It's made of Scandinavian redwood. And it looks oh, that's always a bonus. So, um, so we have, let's just kind <laughs> of, uh, just, just in case the listeners have nodded off. Uh, we have uh, the Specialized S-Works Epic mountain bike. We have the Trek Madone SLR. We have the Bianchi Ultra Di2. We have t- 10 Rockhopper Elites. We have 17,000 miles bars. And we have the National Trust Shed. Uh, wow. So uh, I've got to pick three of these then. Just pick three, which so I think, think would be the most, the most expensive. Expensive. Wow. Out of that okay, that that's that's pretty. But I will tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick in the specialized S S Works Epic as right. one of my three. Yes, that's gonna be one of my three. That's one of your three. Um, three. The next, oh, crikey, I I can't say the shed. It can't be expensive, can it? One point eight meters by two point something. It's a small, shed. horrendous. It's a yeah, what well, this is diamond encrusted. Um, right, I'm gonna go for ten rock hopper elites. Okay, right. Ten of those. You've and you know what? have done well out of you so far. Yep, go on. And, <laughs> and your third and I'm, choice. I'm, I'm gonna go for the Uckworth Summer House just because <laughs> it it must there must be something bonkers about that. Otherwise, you wouldn't have put it in. So yeah. So just to quickly recap. Okay. Specialized S Works Epic. Yep. Look. Ten rock hopper elites. Yep. And the fancy shed, otherwise known as the Uckworth Summer House. Well, um, you, I tell you what, you've done, you have done very well because wow. you have got uh, one. You've got one in there. And I'm going to. That's not I'm, good, though, is it? That's still, that's still good. <laughs> that's still a victory. That's still a victory of sorts. I mean, what I will say, uh, what I will say is that the, the shed, you know, properly was the wild card in there. And I will say that that. You know, uh, it turned out to be the cheapest, um, five thousand, oh. but still five thousand six hundred pounds. For you me, wow, that's a lot. They 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 call it a summer house, but it's a shed. And I tell you what, that shed is in summer house territory when you start talking <laughs> about six grand. Um, so, uh, but no, the most expensive one of the lot, uh, the Trek Madone. Um, really? How much was that? Medicine's bike, thirteen thousand two hundred and fifty big large ones. Um, the the, uh, the the second most expensive item on the agenda was seventeen thousand miles bars. That would have set you back. Bearing in mind that the av- British average cost of a miles bar is seventy four pence, which is something <laughs> made me surprised. Seventy four pence for miles. Uh, twelve. So, so seventeen thousand of them is twelve thousand five hundred and eighty pounds. And the uh, third most expensive. As I look up and down, yes, is the specialized S Works uh, Epic, um, which is only £11,500. Is that all? I have two. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Who would have thought That's I would so be putting the word bumping. only in front of that? Um, yeah. The Rock Hopper Elite's £850, so 10 of those will set you back £8,500. Um, uh, the Bianchi, uh, Bianchi Ultra um, XR4 with DI2s, £6,849. Well, that's not bad, is it? No, that's that's kind of affordable for the the, the rich elite. No, I, I I found that I found out something the other day that the uh, the the Bianchi now the bikes that they're being used by uh, Bike Exchange, so which was Mitchelton Scott up until the winter, and they kind of changed name. 
and um the the paint now is kind of uh is is that sort of uh, blue paint only kind of goes over the front of the bike apparently when they paint the frames in that blue paint the paint mm-hmm. adds 51 grams to the bike's overall weight which is, which is exactly the same as a mince pie so there you go so it's a toss-up isn't it i mean to- yeah i mean mince pie or the blue paint i don't know if paint, it's christmas I do like mince pies, but uh, um, yeah, and the, the the summer house or shed there, the cheapest one of the lot. Well, in the wake of the quiz, which has surely separated the casual listener from the diehard, uh, we move into chatting a little bit more about mountain bikes and new bikes because. It was just, it was only about a week ago or so, which I got, um, when I got a, a message for you there on, uh, from you on WhatsApp, um, with a bit of, with some surprise news, Enzo. Well, it, mate, it was, it was surprising because it was surprising to me really, because only what, a couple of weeks ago when we recorded the, the first uh, pod of 2021, we was talking about the, you know, the upgrades I was looking to do to my old Saracen Tough Tracks, which was uh, you know a pretty budget bike when I bought it about four or five years ago, and um, it was looking a bit tired, but I, yeah, I still like a bit of off-road, a bit of cross-country riding, and you know the plan was to maybe uh, go to a one-by system, maybe change the front forks to something a little bit better. But what did happen was um, when sort of having thought about what it's going to cost and the work and the effort and getting the bits to do the upgrades, and I'm thinking it, ultimately it's still a pretty budgety bike. Do you know what? I'm, I'm just going to get rid of it and just get a new one. Um, and I kind of made that decision because I'd done a, a bit of off-roading sort of the, the weekend before and thought, yeah, this is actually quite good. And I think I, I deserve quite, quite a nice bike to do it on. So I thought, do you know what? I'll, I'll see how easy it is to sell the bike because I didn't want to get another one and still have the old one in the shed taking mm. up vital uh, space. So... And I was a bit wary about how to sell it. I'm not keen on eBay on stuff like that and having people come round and then start to sort of, oh, mate, there's a little scratch there. Can you take a tenner off? And all that <laughs> kind of stuff. I, I can't be doing with that. But I spoke to somebody who said that he'd sold all manner of junk on Facebook Marketplace. Okay. So I thought, all right, look, I need to get rid of the bike. Um, I also had my son's bike, which is now grown out of a a Wiggins road bike. And that's again, hardly used. He only used it for about a summer and a half mm-hmm. uh, and, and he's outgrown it. And I thought, right, I've, let, let's do it. So I, you know, never having sold anything on Facebook marketplace, mm-hmm. I, I put a few pictures up of uh, the lad's bike, a few pictures up of, uh, of my mountain bike, set some prices, um, you know, put all the, uh, the spec and kind of sat back. Now, mate, would you believe <laughs> From the moment I pressed enter on the keyboard to, to, to place the advert. And now here's a bit of a quiz. I'm going to have a guess how many minutes it took to get the first ding on my phone to say somebody was interested in one of the bikes. Um, I kid you not. Have a go. Pick a number. I'm how long? Say, I'm going to say 120 minutes. Right. Well, it was four minutes. <laughs> so within four minutes of me placing the ad, somebody had said, has the bike been sold yet? unbelievable mate my phone 
was gone had literally gone mental all weekend with people wanting to buy the bikes. Right. Wow. So I had a little bit of to and fro in with so the, the first bloke for my son's bike, he sort of said, Oh look, you know, can you knock twenty quid off? I said, Look, mate, the bike's brand new. I'll knock twenty quid off. But when you come down and see it, if you're gonna start arguing the toss, you can go straight home. I'm not not getting into that. He goes, No, no, no. Mate, he came down, had a look, spanned the wheels, perfect. Gave me the money and went. And it was all over in a matter of literally minutes. So that's the son's bike gone. And then um, same thing with the, uh, with the, my mountain bike. Again, they tried to haggle. And I said to him, look, mate, I'll take five pounds off. But the, the, the Saracen is in as good a condition as you can expect for this type of bike for its age. Again, if you're going to come and start to haggle, don't bother. Um, he said, no, 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 I'll be all right. And again, he came, looked at it. Changed the gears a couple of times, gave me the money and, and took the bike away. And so within a matter of a few hours, I'd sold both the bikes. And mate, I was, this was the Sunday mm. and it was Monday afternoon. And even though I deleted the adverts, I was still getting messages pinging up on my phone. I think I could have put about 500 quid each and probably would have got the money. But anyway, so th- there's a little tip. If you've got old bikes you want to sell, yeah. <laughs> try chuck them on Facebook Marketplace and there's no fees. It's not like eBay where they charge you fees and all that kind of stuff. So um, it, it was painless. I didn't get any grief uh, and the bikes had gone. So the, the next thing is, um, what am I going to get? What, what, you know, what kind of, what's the budget? What, mm. what am I going to replace this mountain bike with? So um, I had a look online and I did the old kind of uh, Google, you know, budget best budget bike of the year and all that kind of stuff. And one bike, uh, one brand that came up quite often in a kind of sort of five to 600 bracket, um, five to 600 pounds um, was uh, bikes by Caliber, okay. who are a kind of small company, um, but they sell their bikes via um, Go Outdoors, which is, I'm sure you know, but for those who don't, it's kind of like a big, kind of camping and outdoorsy fishing and all that kind of big store that they've got a few of around the country. Mm. And I think they use them as their outlet for the caliber bikes. Anyway, I'd ordered what they call a caliber rake and this was 500 quid and the spec was pretty good. Uh, and you did that really quickly um, because uh, I, I, I thought you were just kind of trying to uh, kind of make sure you did it quickly. So you didn't give in to your inner longing for a gravel bike. You just had the, you just... <laughs> No, no, the okay. urge for the gravel bike has been resisted ever so slightly. That, okay. that may be for another pod. Sorry, do carry um, on. But no, it, it was always going to be mountain bikes. So anyway, so I've ordered this caliber. Let's cut a massively long story short. Um, the order for the caliber went haywire. Um, I kind of chased up the company a few days later saying, look, I haven't even had an email to confirm the order, but they take the money. That, no problem with that. And they said, oh, it hasn't gone through our system properly. Uh, I said, well, can you push it through? Oh, actually, it'd be quicker if we cancel, refund you, and you place the order again. I said that. Forget that. So I got my money back, and I said, right, that's that's that. I'm not I'm not playing that game with you guys anymore. So this is when I then contact you, uh, and I find out that my workplace is running a cycle to work scheme. So that changes the game entirely because that means I can get a bike in and around the thousand pound mark, and still sort of pay six seven hundred pounds. Um, I spread over 12 months because it's a quite a, a decent little scheme. So that gives me a bit more um, opportunity to get a bike. So I think you came up with an absolutely superb looking bike. 
uh, after, well, you sent me about 35 different superb looking bikes. But the one that you'd sent that I really wanted was uh, a Kona bike, uh, specifically the Kona Mahuna mm. with uh, you know, a fantastic name and a fantastic color, oatmeal and orange. Uh, and I've got a bit of a thing for orange. So that, that ticked that box. But also the spec was pretty good. It was a one by 10. Um, it had an air fork and those were the kind of uh, two mm. of the big things that I definitely wanted. I wanted an air fork. And I wanted, if possible, a one-by system with a, a decent kind of group set. That was the thing that, that really so, jumped out on that one was uh, was those two was those two things was that uh, I mean I've, first I know your uh, uh, I, I know your uh, your liking of the orange paintwork certainly, and I knew that you're after twenty minor, mm. um, and I know that you're very keen on having a one-by. And um, as I was just kind of flicking through different ones, different ones, and I. Um, looking over the Kona website and it was like, well, okay, this one looks kind of tidy across the board. It looked like it had pretty much everything there. So that one was one that certainly kind of jumped out at me for sure. It was superb and it came right in on budget. I think it was about 800, 850, something like that. So, um, yeah. Mm. So money wise for what I was getting, I thought this is a tidy little mountain bike. So, the plot thickens because uh, obviously using a cycle to work scheme and the particular cycle to work scheme that my place of work uses is the one run by Halfords. Now, little did I know that there are loads of cycle to work schemes. Yeah. You know, the, the Halfords one is not the only one. There's quite a few. But as it transpired, as I contacted these retailers, it came to pass that the Halfords scheme is not very popular with retailers, unfortunately. Mm. Okay. Uh, the Halford scheme appears to um, charge them more. So it charges the retailer a lot more, almost double in terms of a fee. Right. And also when it comes to the retailer. So when you think these, a lot of these are, you know, kind of maybe small local shops mm. that, uh, you know, you, you want to maybe support them a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, they also, uh, the Halford scheme also take, can take up to three months for these shops to get their money back on the bike, on the sale wow. of the bike. So they've, a lot of them have taken the decision, for whatever reason, rightly or wrongly, to say, well, do you know what? We'll do the cycle to work schemes, but we're not going to do the Halfords one just because it costs them a bit too much money and it's a bit of a pain to, to get, you know, you get your money. So I suppose if you're a massive retailer, it's not such a problem. But when you're a slightly more smaller kind of retailer selling just a few bikes online, then, you know, that can affect how their business works. So the only places that had the Kona bikes were these kind of smaller retailers who said, Sorry, we don't accept those vouchers for that scheme. See, I, I in, in my place of work, they just do the kind of, uh, the, that kind of um, cycle to work. And I, I'm, it's not the, I'm sure it's not the Halfords born one, but it's, uh, and I've, I've bought um, kind of three bikes off the, off uh, kind of using that sort of scheme. And it's always been sort of kind of relatively straightforward and, you know, without any sort of, kind of real sort of stresses at all so it was um so kind of i was just more kind of confused when you were sort of telling me about this different scheme and i didn't even know that was a thing well you was confused (laughs) imagine me i'm i'm desperate to spend money on a bike and i can't even do it because they say no can't accept it um but the upshot is there's more than one kind of cycle to work scheme which is good because it encourages people to get a bike and for those who don't know what the cycle to work scheme, I suppose we should quickly explain. It's just a case of um, whereby the, you know, your place of work kind of 
buys the bike for you or hires it for you, the you then uh, pay a kind of fee, monthly fee to um, to pay off the bike, but it comes directly from your salary, and you uh, save on the um, on the on the income tax. So ultimately, over the course of twelve months, because they take the payments out uh, every month, um, you could save up to about forty percent from the tax savings and it's like a government incentive to get people on the bikes you can save up to 40 percent. so it would have been completely silly of me to have said oh, i'm not going to bother with the cycle to work scheme i want that kona bike so i'm going to pay full whack for it it would you know it would have been silly so so we have to come up with a plan b and uh i then sort of gave you a shout and you, you threw over some more options um, which were great. There was a Trek, which was absolutely brilliant. I can't, is it a Trek Marlin 7, I think you, you, uh, yeah. you sent yeah. over as well. Yeah. And that was fantastic. But again, the problem is, which I think is a problem for lots of people right now who are looking for a new bike, is stock. Mm, There's just exactly. so little because of the pandemic and you know, um, you know, the movement of parts and factories being shut down. Mm. There's, there's just very few choices out there. But anyway, I finally found a bike which um, ticked all the boxes or more or less all the boxes and ticked the, the main box, which is it being orange. Um, yeah. And it kind of come in on budget. Um, and I have tried to order it today. But as ever, there's still some issues with the cycle to work scheme, but I won't bore people anymore with that. <laughs> But um, it looks like uh, if, if everything goes well, I will soon be the proud owner of a giant. And when I say giant, I mean the brand as opposed to a massive thing. A giant Tarago 29er 2, because I think there was a 1 and now there's a 2. Uh, and basically, if we talk specs, mate, then this will, this will be uh, more up your street. So it's got a Suntour Radon... XC air fork, which mm -hmm. again is not, it's not budget. It's obviously not a kind of Fox 500 pound fork. Mm -hmm. um, but from the reviews that I've read, it is more than adequate for some sort of testing sort of off-road stuff. Obviously sure. it's probably not suited to sort of massively fast racing downhill type uh, stuff, but this Radon Suntour fork more than good enough for your, for your average mountain biker that wants to, wants mm -hmm. to, you know, push himself a little bit, but, um, not go absolutely mad. So that ticked that box. Now it doesn't come with a one by, it's a two by system, mm -hmm. uh, two by 10, but it's a Shimano SLX, which is kind of pretty well up there in terms of the Shimano mountain bike uh, group set family. It's one up from the Dior, which in itself mm -hmm. is already a good, a good group set. Uh, hydraulic uh, disc brakes. And like I said, it's orange. Yeah. So, that's that's what I'm hoping to uh, to order if all the cycle to work scheme stuff goes through, which is still uh, there's still a bit of admin to sort out with that. So I don't know, mate. What do you think? I, I sent it over to you. you had a little look. Yes. What 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 are your thoughts? Well, it was good good uh, good bit of reading the uh, um, Enzo and the Giant Orange, as I'm going to uh, kind of title <laughs> title this section. It is uh, no the 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 spec looks good, the bike looks good. Uh, I am a giant owner myself, um, and when I was doing a uh, 
a bit of um, research before I uh, kind of jumped for the, the, the mountain bike that I've got uh, now, again, you know, kind of looked at the different, had a certain amount of money, looked at the specs of the bikes for that sort of price range and Giant came up with the best package and kind of looking at um, other things as well. They always do seem to be able to put together a very good collection of components um, for very, uh, for, you know, kind of very good prices. Um, the, um, I think Giant are, well, Giant are one of the, uh, there's only four bike manufacturers that have their own factories. Um, Giant being one of them. Factor is another one. I think Merida is another one and maybe canyon i don't know uh i don't know what the fourth one is um i may maybe i don't even know what the third one is but i know that giant and factor <laughs> are, are, are two of them in any case and um so uh but they they do seem to come out with um yeah as i say kind of good bikes with good you know good solid bikes with good solid specs so um yeah for sure i'm so i'm sure that this thing um, will do you for many miles to come for sure. Right then, Enzo. So uh, on this, uh, the our very second episode of the year 2021, uh, we've been talking about one of my favourite things, which is mountain bikes, and we're going to talk about another one of my favourite things, biscuits. You've got biscuit news, I believe. Well, uh, let, let's call them bars as opposed to biscuits. Okay. So I think I mentioned in the, the first part of the pod how fueling for your rides is 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 massively critical and you've really got to you really got to think about that it's no good just you know bringing a bottle of water with you and a few wine gums in your back pocket and then trying to sort of set off for a 50 60 mile ride um so as is the case normally mate i've got some gels uh with me a couple of gels don't like to have too many of those because they can upset the old the old tummy a little bit so you've got to be careful so use them sparingly and i guess mate we could even dedicate a pod to kind of you know fuels and you know gels and all that kind of stuff mm. um but other than that i might have some uh oat bars uh, with me as well maybe the odd banana but all of this stuff i mean stuff like oat bars which are quite nice but they're all quite expensive and you've got to go out and buy them and you don't really know what's in them um so i thought you know what they, they can't be that hard i did a bit of googling you know kind of bicycle um uh, you know, kind of bars, oat bars. Mm. And if you go on the British cycling website, there's a recipe where you can make your own oat bars. Now I've tried to make, I'm not much of a cook, mate. Uh, I've tried to do stuff in the past and, you know, other than scrambled eggs and beans, that's probably my limit usually mm. when it comes to getting the old frying pan out. But if people want to make their own energy bars, these, these bars on the British cycling website, which you can Google uh, and get the recipe for a, it's so easy, and B, they really do work. Uh, and C, let's have a third one. The the cost of them is 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 nothing. We're talking peanuts. Um, and the basic set of ingredients. Peanuts in the biscuits as well. That walnuts, okay. not quite peanuts, but okay. walnuts. So we're nearly there. Um, but the the basis, the the main bulk of it is is granola. So you can go and buy a bag of sort of granola of your, your favorite type of granola or any type of granola you want. Um, there's also then chopped walnuts, mm-hmm. a couple of eggs and a big splodge of honey, you know, two nice. big tablespoons of honey. And you uh, kind of baste it all up, mix it all up, spread it into a tray, sort of as, however thick you want it. Probably not mm-hmm. too, not too thin because they'll burn. 
and it, it's i mean all the the details are on the um, on the on the website uh, put it in the oven literally mate 15 minutes let it cool down and then you can cut them up into sort of sixes or nines or twelves depending on how big you want them mm-hmm. leave them in the fridge for a couple of weeks they can stay there and i've been doing that now for the last sort of two or three rides and mate they taste really good there's you know there's nothing bad in them it's just granola egg uh walnuts and and, and honey and when it comes to fueling, they're just as good, if not better, than the stuff I've been buying, the kind of oat bars, you know, branded stuff. So, you know, if, if people are looking to, uh, you know, to get their, make their own stuff for fueling up their rides, then I would strongly urge that you, you try, these, uh, try this recipe. Just a case of British Cycling website, uh, energy bars or oat bars or something like that. It will come up. And um, definitely, mate, give them a go. Really easy. And you can always tinker with the uh, tinker with some of the um, ingredients. If you don't quite like one of the things, you can replace it for something else. Uh, and they were brilliant, mate. So I will be doing that kind of almost on a weekly basis, um, getting myself ready for, for rides on a, a, a the weekend. Oh, that, that it's, I mean, I think I've seen um, on, uh, on the YouTube um, EF Education First um, team uh, channel, I think that they've got like a, a recipe or possibly a couple of recipes for like energy bars or energy balls on there as well. Um, in between watching the uh, Lacla Morton GB Juro um, video for probably the 28th time or the uh all the three peaks across on the uh on on that channel for again about the 28th time but um um no superb i'll be i'll be well if if my energy flank it must be said i've got um there's there's still an awful lot of uh now cycling pro cycling has started again there's a load of cycling on the tv to be watched over the next little while so uh if ever i'm i'm flagging um on my sofa i will be reaching for one of those um there's all sorts coming up. There's uh, Strada Bianchi coming up on Saturday, which is going to be super. One of the absolute highlights of the season. And it's already here. Um, so that's, that's something to look forward to. But as well as that, as there's a lot of racing to go on, but there's also a lot of uh, cycling as well on the BBC iPlayer as well to be watched at the moment. Um, there's the two-part Lance Armstrong documentary, which is well worth a watch, just called Lance. And um, there's probably my favourite cycling film of all time, which is um, uh, which is called Time Trial, uh, and follows David Miller um, on his last pro year um, as a pro peloton cyclist, and uh, that is is well worth a watch. That's on the iPlayer right now, and I think it's still up for about in the next six months, I believe. So uh, if you get five minutes. And you're waiting for your uh, energy bars to cool there on the uh, uh, on the kitchen window ledge. Uh, pop that on uh, while you're waiting. Um, Enzo, I think that may well wrap up this very second episode of 2021. Um, I, th- I think it does, Bob. And it's been uh, it's been a, a lovely chat, mate. We've we've caught up on a lot of things, and uh, yeah, mate, it's, it's it's been great. Marvelous. We'll do it again soon. We must do, mate. I'll speak to you later. Bye-bye, then. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. I've seen Guardians of the Galaxy. That was good.
And I've seen Have you seen the, the second one? Yes. That was that was as good not, as the first. Not not so good. 